Shooters, you are now in your prep time. Your prep time has ended. With the magazine of 15 rounds, make it conditional one weapon. Is the line ready? The line is ready. Shooters, fire five rounds in a time limit of 60 seconds. Stand by. Contact. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is Pit Talk, pulling pits and opinions with your host, Big Is, and with our special guest, special guest, Pete Zuniga. Go ahead and say hello, Pete. Hello, everybody. All right, all right. Uh, can you tell us a little, bit, a little bit about yourself, Pete. All right. Active duty Marine, been in Marine Corps 25 years, uh, family of seven. That deserves an applause? Sure. Maybe later. All right. I've been married 62,000 years, but uh, my wife says I think it's, what, 15? I think we're right right now. That's about it. Congratulations. 15. Where are you stationed at? Hawaii. Marine Corps Base, Hawaii. Very nice. Oahu. Oh, the island of Oahu. Very nice. So, um, where you been in the Marine Corps? Yuma, first duty station, then... Uh, Got out, broken time from 04 to 07, went back to Yuma, then became a drill instructor, Oh, South Carolina. Very nice. Back to Yuma, and then went to reserve unit, New Jersey, and then here, now, back to, now to Hawaii, Oahu. Total 26, you said? 26, yep. That's crazy. So I joined in 95, three years broken time. How many uh, tours... Overseas, do you have so I want to combat tours? Maybe no, nah, just um, went to Al Asad, Iraq, okay, in 07, and then want to say five 31st Mews. Five, I was on the uh, extended one right uh-huh. when uh, the war in Afghanistan broke out. Oh, very nice, so I was already there for 2002, I think it was. Started there, got extended out there for an additional six months, one 11th Mew, beginning of my career, and really that's it. Five. That's a total of yeah, what? Thirty first news. I was stuck on those. Jesus. Never could get out of it. Hey. More power to you. <laughs> more power to you. What's your MOS? Uh sixty nineteen now. Originally a sixty two fifty two. Which is? Uh structures, hydraulics on a Harrier. Oh, that sounds interesting. Yeah. It was fun. It was? It was. Not anymore. <laughs> Not anymore. Not anymore. That sixty nineteen, that's just <laughs> That's it, huh? Yeah. yeah. The end of the road. Okay, okay. So um Ladies and gentlemen, this is a little short session we got tonight. Uh, something just hit uh, over Marine Corps Times. I'll read the title. Appeals Court weighs order to force Corps to accommodate Sikhs. Uh, can you explain a little bit about Sikhs, Pete? Uh, the only thing I gather about it is just a, a religious uh, or a religion out in the Middle East. That's from what I could gather about it. 
Um, I'm not too familiar with it. Hmm. I'm not too familiar with it either. But uh, how many, I think there's three gentlemen yes. that want to sign up and be shipped off with hair, turbans, beards, and steel bracelets intact during boot camp. Operationally, we both, you've been a drill instructor. Yes. I've been a drill instructor. Day-to-day operations. Can they accommodate? In the during during evening, for sure. Yes, during prayer time. Right, right. But then, is it going to be where they take the time out throughout? Then they pray more than once. Correct. So they got to accommodate that. Well, I'm saying one time for sure. Yes, one time for sure. One time for sure in the middle in the middle of the night. Yep. And maybe early in the morning before before lights could possibly be a. I think so. Yes. Again, I don't know what their their schedule. Sorry, yeah. Without knowing, but I'm sure it's more than. I think it's, it's periodically throughout the day. I think it's at least three times. At least, I think so. Hmm. So, uh, they're in their preliminary injunction that would allow them to send attend boot camp immediately with the articles of faith intact. <clears throat> but it was denied last time according to the article, Marine Corps Times, yep. right? And now, the District of Columbia, yep. Court of Appeals is actioning it. Uh, so I think they heard the arguments today or yesterday. Yesterday. I believe it was yesterday. So let's just, you know, without going against the wave. Okay. Right. We are, uh, is this possible? The accommodation they're trying to uh, appeal to. Overall. So in boot camp. Yes. Again, as much as I would hate to say this, yeah, anything is possible. Anything is possible. To true. not be cliche, right? But as far as the regimen of recruit training and the schedule you're hold, you're held to, to hit all the weakest that we have to hit and do all the training we got to do, it'd be very difficult to accommodate. Again, not impossible. Just not, I don't think it would be conducive to the entire recruit training process, especially for recruits that are getting their heads shaved or don't have beards or what, mm-hmm. and are okay with giving that up for the short three months that they're in recruit training. Right. Because there's, there's all kinds of religion that come through. Yes. Jewish, Christian, Catholics. And, and without just, na- with just naming those three and not knowing anything else, they all require some kind of accommodation going through, right? They have to give up something. So they can get something, and then in turn, they can start practicing again. Yes. Essentially, right? <clears throat> we so, all, I believe we give up a lot of stuff through recruit training until we graduate, and then we become, I guess, functioning members of society again without being told what to do. Right. I think, uh, what's his name? Colonel. The colonel was. Oh, I think it was. From Manpower. Yeah. Headquarters Marine Corps Manpower. He said the uniformity is an issue. Presents an issue for uniformity. Do you, do you agree? I agree. I agree. Yes. Again, uh, hardly. We you're going to now have individuals that stand out in what is supposed to be a group of individuals that are all the same. Colonel you know, Adam Jeppy from the Corps, head of Manpower Military Policy. Yep. I agree. Uniform uh, quote uniform grooming standards are a key part of that. The government has said. 
and then to make this argument, the Justice Department uh, relied heavily on Colonel Adams. So I got to stay on topic, but I do have a question. So we don't do anything different than the Army, do we? As far operations here and then forward. I no. I, again, without knowing details of missions and whatnot, but the broad, 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 broad scope yeah, of a brush, broad, the big umbrella. It's yeah, they're the ground side of the armed forces, I guess you could say it, and we have that in the Marine Corps. Okay, what? And then the air forces, obviously the air, but right, the air wing part of it. So, what? The army. We don't do anything the army doesn't do in right. the sense that we have ground units and they fly rotary wing aircraft. We don't do anything or the Air Force, they fly fixed wing, we fly fixed wing aircraft. Again, the, the, as much as it pains me, right, because I've been in the Marine for, since 1995, so I love the Corps, but as much as it hurts, the hard reality is that the government, United States does not need the United States Marine Corps. Right. And only um, because of World War II. Roughly around there, I mean, even bef- right around then, because it was the Army Air Corps, after World War II, they became the Air Force. Mm. So mm-hmm. like the arm, there was no Air Force prior to World War II, then they just became specialized. I forgot what general was, but that's what he, his whole push was, we will have a specialized Air Force to fight in the air or air combat. Mm-hmm. And now it's the Space Force. That we all want to transition to, inter-service transfer. I would have loved to, if they would have <laughs> dropped the message. All <clears throat> right. And not been the way they with it. Soon enough. So there's not a need. There's just a want. Correct. For us. Okay. So I believe the Army has accommodations already. Do you agree? I agree. Yes. I think I want to say when I was in New Jersey, I did see an Army, a soldier with a turban on. Right. And a beard. I believe the Navy has accommodations already as well. Yes. I can't say for the Air Force. We're not. I'm not. Too, I'm not around them too often. Yeah, I don't think. It. I don't know about you, but I haven't seen any. But I know they do. If the Army and the Navy have accommodations, I'm. It's safe to assume the Air Force. All, has. Yep. The Air Force might have accommodations, right? Yeah. And I think the Marine Corps has accommodations, but as far as the full beard, right now, if you're a practicing Sikh, right? If you're practicing Sikh, yeah. the religion of Sikh, <clears throat> I don't think. You can wear the turban, and I don't think you can grow the full beard. Yeah, the article was 2021. The Marine Corps did provide accommodations for grooming standards mm-hmm. for Sikhs, uh, but only after boot camp and not in combat zones. Uh, that's a big deal. Yeah. Again, I've never seen it. I think most Marines after. I don't think they know about it. I think that or after recruit training, I think a lot of Marines just want to uphold that. Mm. clean interesting grooming standard right so, it's not until they get around maybe like year two in the marine corps they're like okay i'm just gonna if they're subpar right then they start to let that stuff grow out interesting that is a good uh something to throw out there yeah we should i should probably find out or maybe we should yeah to see if how many practice uh, marines practicing the religion of sikh I don't even know if we're saying that right in the right context, but I think right. moving forward, I think we all know what we're saying yeah. here. I want to know how many actually go with what you're saying at the end of boot camp. They just kind of want to uphold the standard. They're ingrained. They're they are bought into the system, the organization, yes. and they kind of just want to 
all right, I'm good with it. Because me, like, because I can still pray, I can still do those things on the side. I can still attend attend their church, right? Yep, they can still get their, especially after recruit training, they can still they can do whatever amount of time or whenever it's scheduled in their religion to to do what they got to do to do their prayer. Right. That is accommodated, and it should be accommodated absolutely after recruit training. They provide everything else on Sundays. Yep. Why not? Why not this? <clears throat> so. Let's look at the flip side. There's always a flip side, all right, without being malicious or disrupting <laughs> any kind of disorder, right? Yeah. Um, Pandora's box, the idea of Pandora's box. When you open it, things come out. Yep, just never ends. Never ends, the out. concept of Pandora's box. So let's say the wave comes, and I think, me and you know what we're talking about here. The wave comes. We have to ride. What's what's first course of action when, as as Marines, what we what we do? What do we do? The, as far as this, I mean, if this is a again, so I tell people I'm a thoroughly indoctrinated Marine. All right, all right, that whole spiel in the in the drill instructors speech that's mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. speech, right i believe i was thoroughly indoctrinated love a core country absolutely when i graduated recruit training mm-hmm. like this marine through and through if it's an order it's an order absolutely there's, there's lots of things i don't agree with that the marine corps has ordered or has on the books but i choose to stick around and stay here so i enforce those rules and regulations it's difficult as it enforce is. you said enforce yeah yeah i gotta follow them besides in order to enforce them, I believe you need to follow them. Correct. So I think enforcing hand in hand with following. Like right. It's, just, it's it sounded like you said forced. But I just want no, no, to no. clear that out, clear the air. Enforced with enforcing the E-N enforcing the rules and enforcing regulations, articles, United States Marine Corps. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. All of that happens okay. that we talk about all the time. Yeah. Right, right, right. So solution. I mean, it's not a it's not an issue per se. It's what's a what's a provided what's a solution? Maybe they're not thinking about that. We can. Think about here on the in the on the actual on the on the ground, vice political way over there away from the yeah. black pool. You know what I mean? I know what you're talking about, but um, so again, this is just recruit re- talking about recruit training. Well, let's let's consider again the other side of the spectrum here. Let's say this happens again. It's an order we got. Yep. Let's My ex- whole thing let's execute here with that is going to be well. What other accommodations are we going to make in recruit training mm. for other individuals, which will now is again, it's no longer a uniform thing. Yeah. Unit. Idea. Like, again, right. the unit is no longer same. Like that was the whole thing going to boot camp. We all got our head shaved. We all got yelled at. We were all the worst possible living organisms on the planet, according to our drill instructors. And we all got broken down and we all got rebuilt. And in the name of diversity, I think, I believe. It's not against it. No. It's I mean, more of, hey man, like, you're you come from this side of life. We all come together yeah, to so achieve one uh, common goal. There's that I forgot the saying. Uh, we're all in the shit together, right? So it just makes us better, it makes us closer, because we all suffered the same mm-hmm. throughout the whole time. We understand, regardless of interesting, rich, poor, white, black, Asian, gender, all that other stuff. It doesn't matter when you're just getting. I teed in the pit because 
you cannot follow a simple direction or you can push. Yeah. Right. It's just, it's, okay. you know, we're all suffering together. Interesting. So I know it's in the beginning, preliminary stages, but this is, this is, I mean, it from one year to another, not that it's promising, but this is a, it's a big deal. It went from <clears throat> not being heard to now I have to hear this. This is a valid argument. Yeah. Per uh, se. Again, for me, it's just the uniformity of recruit training. Right. What we do after, how we want to accommodate the different ethnic groups. It's not just religion. There's different cultures and ethnic groups that, again, we're a melting pot, right? United States, hmm. melting pot is what we do. Um, without going too far tangent, again, it's just where are we at? Again, I'm not trying to get off topic here. Mm-hmm. With my whole, the country's built on Judeo-Christian beliefs, right? Right. So, there are some things that I believe just a, a person would understand. Oh, I'm going to this region of the world where they think differently about X subject. Right. I may not agree with it, or it's nothing that I was raised with, but this is their belief, their culture, their religion, whatever it may be. And me, I would just have to understand and be accepting of it. I can right. still practice my stuff, but I should. I wouldn't want to go there and say, you need to change your way of thinking to accommodate me. Mm-hmm. Because I'm not going over there with that process. I'm saying I'm going over there to visit or I'm going over there to become a citizen or whatever it may be. I'm going over there to be part of that. Right. And I would just have to understand that this is it. I think... Uh, I don't know if that may have gone off topic. No, no, no. The, the, the idea... The idea remains the same, right? I, I think, but Colonel, uh, I think it's Colonel Jeppe, Colonel Adam Jeppe. He yeah. said, it, I, I, quote, I quote, the expeditionary mindset requires commitment that runs counter to humanity's most primal survival instincts. In the Marine Corps, judgment to be effective, every member of the team must commit to accepting a role in support of the team and demonstrate a willingness to sacrifice individually in order to carry out that role. And I think I agree with that wholeheartedly right sacrificially you have to give up some things to be part of the team yes and then just like the example you said get it doesn't matter where you come from how rich poor or where you come from you're in the pit next to me getting slayed that so uh, background right again a little bit growing up south texas didn't know a lot of white people didn't know any Pacific Islanders, Asians, Indonesians, nothing other than Latinos and African-American. Right? That, that's what I knew. Agreed. What I raised, grew up with. My best friend in recruit training was a white dude who was born in Virginia, somehow wound up going to the West Coast. So Violet was his last name. Hmm. Violet. Yeah. I don't know if the dude's still around or not. <laughs> right, right, right. That was the guy that... I, we went through everything. He was the dude to how long ago I went through recruit training was I had shelter halves. Mm. So I had my shelter half. He had his half. Yeah, I understand. What, yep. We were rack mates or half tent mates, whatever the heck you want to call yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like tent poles. And the when did they get rid of that? I remember the tent poles thing. I had a, I had to do what's name. I think it was Johnson, a grunt boot camp. I remember we were both over 75 inches. Our feet were hung out of it. Freezing cold. I remember that. Yeah, so um, it's just. You have to give up a lot of stuff 
for the greater good of the unit. I think that's part of society's problem today. Also, these kids that we bring in, or these young men and women that we bring into the Marine Corps, I believe we cater or we bent too much to cater societal things instead of forcing these young men and women to become Marines. Hmm. So we lower our standard or our way of thinking or our doctrine. We lessen it to ensure that these young men and women come in and stay in. Hmm. Right. Again, I'd be more than happy to, in any situation, dire or whatnot, to sacrifice myself to ensure you got home. Right. That's one thing I always tell my Marines. I will be more than happy to get in the line of fire or to ensure that you got home. If it takes my sacrifice, it takes my sacrifice. Family doesn't like hearing that, but that's what I believe the Marine Corps is about. Hmm. Where I will, I'm working hard to ensure we all come home, but push comes to shove in order to make sure you go home and, and everyone gets home. If I have to be the one, then that's me. I'll be the one. Agreed. You know, and, and I think that's where Colonel Jepp, Colonel Jeppy, what he's talking about is like the debt mindset has to be there mm-hmm. where we give up whatever it is, comforts, goals, religion for that moment or not give it up completely, but sacrifice for a moment. Everything for the greater good of the unit yeah. in the Marine Corps. Or in this case, the core, pretty essentially. Yep. Not even unit, but just the core. Yep. Right. Interesting. Interesting. Pandora's box, though. We got to. We got to realize this is, I at least me in my in my personal opinion, right? This is kind of a Pandora's box. Whether we want to open it or not, that's you know whether we want to execute as accordingly as as a Marine Corps, that's fine because we're enlisted, we execute accordingly anyways. Yeah. Follow orders, right? But at least it's safe to say this is this could be considered some type of Pandora's box. I agree. Yes, it could be. Mm-hmm. I mean, it it is. No doubt. Again, we accommodate this. What will we not accommodate? Interesting. Who then will come up with something that they need to have accommodations for in mm-hmm. order for them to go? Again, I'm not saying you can't be a Marine. I'm just saying, hey, for this three short months that you're in recruit training, you're all the same, regardless of background, yeah. religion, race, all that stuff. But what about those ones that say that uh, the military is a, uh, what's that? Oh man, an extension of society. society yeah, that isn't that is isn't that true in a sense because it's a big mixing pot of well, everybody. So again, so social norms are included, the, social cultures are included. The thoroughly indoctrinated marine that I am. <laughs> I, again, so there was lots of cultural things. Those lots of stuff I was introduced to in boot camp that I didn't know about, right? Like. Never had French toast, never had sticks, waffles, never had all those different foods that were in the mess hall line. Mm. Right? Never grew up with beans and rice. Right? Tortillas. We were not that well off. So it was beans, rice, tortillas, and beef, right? The cheapest cut of beef. And my mom would just cut it up and she'd cook it and we'd eat it. And we recycled it, right? Whatever it was for dinner, it became breakfast the next day. I think that means called biste. <laughs> <laughs> $5 for 10 pounds. Maybe. Hmm. But yeah, so it became breakfast and it became lunch, hmm. right? Just recycled. So those, 
man, where are we going with this? Those experiences, the arm of... Yeah, okay, so societal norms, right? Yeah. I believe those people... So I was changed to believe or changed to work within the confines of what the Marine Corps was. Mm-hmm. And I accepted that change, right? Again, thoroughly indoctrinated. Broken down, broken down, broken down, and then rebuilt. Right. Rebuilt to think the way the Marine Corps thinks or wanted me to think. I think what's happening today... I just think it's it's I see it as weakness and cowardice in my leadership hmm. that gives in too much to what society wants us to do instead of holding firm the Marine Corps beliefs and standards. So so let me uh let me establish your definition here. You're saying that the Marine the military should be apolitical. Correct. There's it, no politics in military. We just we just follow the orders of the commander in chief. Yes, Correct. there's no room for politics in here because again, it will. Yeah, politics. I think you'll start having small groups. You got small groups within a larger group. Hmm. You now have little clans within the the, and then now you're going to point out people that well these people are bad. That person's bad. It's just not good. Hmm. Interesting. Well, I think we leave it at that. Okay. We'll leave it at that. We'll let we'll let that we'll let that simmer to the crowd, to the yeah. to the masses, and see what they think. Ladies and gentlemen, drop your opinions. DM me. Do whatever you got to do. Drop your opinions. Where can they reach you at, uh, Pete? You got a uh, you got a handle? No, no handles. I had you had. I got hacked. Got, no, oh, very I well. Got, yeah, I, got I only have one Instagram account, and it's mostly to uh, sell my pop culture stuff. Pop culture stuff. Oh, anything else? Oh, the comic books. Mostly comic books. Everybody, ladies and gentlemen, you got to see that closet. There's there's probably like fifty grand worth of comic it's books in there. Too much stuff. Excessive. Yep. That's called hoarding. No, it's not. If you want to sell me one, or just you know loan me one and I sell it, I'm down. I have a little bit of debt to pay. So yes, that's, I need to start doing that. We're actually moving out of here back to mainland, so I need to lessen my uh, my weight. Oh, very nice, very nice. But again, ladies and gentlemen, this short little short session pit talk, pulling the pits and opinions, talking about what's going on today in the Marine Corps. Well, right, ladies and gentlemen, have a good night, Pete. Have a good night, Pete. Thank you. Good night.